quick second to pay the bills and a word from our sugar daddies. As you may know, we've partnered with Riverside.fm. Now, we at the podcast podcast use them for all of our virtual interviews, as do our clients, and they have transformed our quality. The 4K footage is incredible, and there are a ton of features, including teleprompter, which is great if you need to record an ad and keep forgetting what you're going to say, and you need to record it at the same time, as well as the ability to transcribe, create clips, and edit directly in Riverside. The biggest thing, though, is the video quality. It's far superior to any of the alternatives in this space, and that's why we use Riverside and so do our clients. If you want to sign up to Riverside today, click the link at the top of our show notes and use code PODCAST15 with a capital P for 15% off as an exclusive discount. Let's get into the episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the Podcasters Podcast. Today, it's me, Ash and Kane, and we're going to talk about using a podcast for lead gen versus nurture. This is an important topic. So this is something that we've stumbled on a lot more recently, just talking to some of our clients and people that have reached out who listen to the pod, is we talk a lot about many different ways you can monetize a podcast. The main one we recommend being selling your own products and services, right? So one thing that I think we've neglected to mention is using your podcast as a nurture sequence so anyone in marketing will sort of get what i mean that you know if somebody attends one of your events or they opt in you'll have a series of emails that just keeps you in the front of people's minds and you know hopefully if they don't buy the first time they'll buy the second time or you know you just keep pushing them through your sequence until they eventually come back into your funnel and buy a product or service and one thing that i've seen a lot is people will see me or you or any member of the team you know, speak at an event or um, they've joined one of our um, workshops or trainings or something like that. They've come into our sphere in our space somehow, but they don't buy at the time. Maybe they've even had like a consultation where they've considered joining the agency and, you know, we've spoke to them on the phone. They, they didn't buy at the time. You know, then they listen to the podcast, even, you know, I might not even know. And then suddenly they're now coming back, emailing, hey, I listened to your podcast episode about XYZ or I listened to this and this has happened. I don't know what's sort of spurred this on. Maybe it's now we've upped the frequency of the podcast and, um, you know, it's now growing even quicker that we're just seeing more people. But literally dozens of people in the last two months have purchased a product or service from us because of the podcast. Now, some of those are listen to the podcast went to the show notes, reached out, emailed direct and joined that way, whether it's our training our agency or some marketing help. But there probably two thirds of them, maybe three quarters were in the sphere already, didn't decide to buy at the time, listened and binged the podcast and then come back and kind of gone, you know, I really like you guys. I trust you guys. I like you guys. You know, your content was really valuable. Um, you gave loads of value for free and now they're in a more comfortable space where they're willing to to spend and invest in themselves. And I, I think that was just really important because so, sometimes when we talk about monetization and if people are unsure about whether to start a podcast or to continue their podcast because they want to monetize it directly through sponsorship or something like that, which is easier to track, that's fine. But if you've got a product or service, you know, you've got a business, I think it's important to really talk to your clients and where they come from. And do they listen to your podcast? Because the increase 
in the amount of clients we've you know been speaking to and have sort of have joined us recently because of this podcast is unbelievable like hundreds of thousands of pounds worth of, of business that probably wouldn't have been there if it wasn't because of the podcast and i think that's something that isn't talked about much in the industry and isn't easily tracked but when you do stumble upon that you go well i'm going to do this forever like i can never stop doing this now no absolutely and think about it from a sales point of view particularly high ticket sales which essentially we are we have multi thousand pound multi thousand pound products there's three elements anyone in sales will know that you need to have for someone to be comfortable to buy which is the person the company and the product now we could speak to someone once or twice but to build up enough trust to give us tens of thousands of pounds within two conversations or seeing the company's website once is a, is a big step obviously but for those people to then go listen to the podcast, get to really know me and you, who most people have contact with, get to know a bit about the company, get to know that we know what we're talking about, which is essentially the product. The next time we speak to them is as though we've spoke to them 10 times in between. Now I've had it where I do a lot of kind of local networking around the area and I've spoken to people and they've said, oh yeah, I'd be interested in that sort of thing. And then I've connected them with on link- connected with them on LinkedIn. They've maybe seen some of my content, maybe listened to the podcast. And the next time I've spoken to them, it's as though they're a close friend of mine and I've spoken to them loads and they're much more really interested in what we have to do. And I think that just, if you imagine it's kind of three bars that you've got to fill up, it really, really helps with building trust in your company and you as a person as the host, which is why it's important to, if you're the person who's the face of your company, you should be the host of your podcast because you want people to build that trust with you so that when you speak to them, it's like, oh, I'm speaking to the guy I listen to every week or the girl. Um, and that's how it really, with these high ticket clients, um, high ticket sales, that's how it can help convert people a little bit further down the line. Like you say, I think nurture is bigger than any other form of kind of monetization. Yes, you'll bring in people who discover you through your podcast, but like we find most people, obviously we have a lot of money invested elsewhere to get leads into the business, but people we've spoken to before in some way, shape or form, gone and listen to the podcast and then we speak to it again. It makes a massive difference. It's a really, really good way to showcase everything without having to have hours and hours worth of calls and time with people. And the value we give on this podcast, I'd like to think, most people think, wow, that proves that these guys know what they're talking about. I'm going to trust them with my with my money. Definitely. It's just exposure, right? So I've spoken about this so many times. I really need to Google this because I always forget how many touch points it is before somebody will make a buying decision. six, isn't it? I, yeah, I think it's something about six. But that's probably going to grow when it comes to high ticket. Right. If it's six for a few hundred, but, you know, a lot of people that we work with and talk to are coaches, consultants, they sell courses, masterminds, education, right? Which are tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of pounds a year. You know, we've just done an episode all about SaaS again. Hundreds of thousands of pounds potentially in investment. But if you're going to sell those products, is there really a better way to build that trust in terms of what your audience gets out of it, but also from your own like diary perspective than a podcast. Because if somebody's been listening to this podcast since the beginning, right? That's 18 months. Hours and hours and hours and hours of time spent with us where you get to know them anecdotally. Like as soon as we start, rip you for something. But like, and you know, you'll do the same. But then if other people like resonate with that per- like personal touch and they're like, oh, these are like, my kind of people, I think I'd get on with them, which is probably why when you see people at networking events a second time, they're like a bit more pally and buddy because it's like, 
oh, I, I understand what his personality is because I've been listening to him for 30 hours. There's really nothing else where you can reach as many people as that. So when you compare it to email, you know, stick sequences and nurture sequences, which I kind of see as comparable, there's no personality in that. So hard to have that personal touch, isn't it? Yeah. And it, even an email, it can only be so long before somebody's going to stop reading it. But podcasts, I'm going to get in the car and listen to 60 minutes. Probably not of us, but, you know, like, you know, that's why we make our shorter. But, do you know what I mean? Like, you will listen to it. So if that's every single week, 60 minutes, and you're referencing in conversation, one, like you say, you know, you're giving them the gold, you're giving them the value so they understand, oh, they know their shit. But also, completely went blank. Case studies. Case studies, thank you. <laughs> We're in sync. There you go. Case studies. So you're talking about those things in conversation. So it's like, oh, they know their stuff. Oh, and they've had success. And that really goes a long way to building the trust and eventually selling your products and services. And to be honest, I can't believe it's taken this this long to even sort of figure that out is one of the main benefits. So I really recommend anyone that's using their podcast in conjunction with their business, make sure you really prod like new clients and existing clients of why and they're buying and where they found it from. Because you don't want to be discouraged with your podcast and stop doing it because you think, oh, it's not making a return. And then inadvertently, your future sales and pipeline seems to drop and you can't put your finger on why. Well, it probably would have been your podcast. And had you've prodded your um, clients a bit better and knew why they bought and where they come from, it would stop you basically giving up on it. Yeah, and the more leads you have as a company, the more reason there is to do a podcast because your leads, yeah, obviously in an ideal world, you might want to close your leads very soon um, within one or two calls with someone. But if you're getting loads and loads of leads through the doors, those that aren't in a buying position at the time, get them to listen to your podcast so that when they are, there's only one person they're going to go to for whatever your service is. Well, yeah, it's like that event that I spoke at um, in February. There was like 150 people in the room. And if somebody's interested fantastic like great and i you know whilst i was on stage promoted the podcast probably five or six times in an hour and you know downloads go up but there's no way you could find the contact information of all those people and speak to all of those people to say hey are you interested and then if they are interested oh fantastic by the way i do all these things and then you go into like a sales pitch like that's like impossible so if you're someone that has got a lot of leads on your hand or you're doing a lot of appearances or you've got potential leads just focus on plug in your podcast all the time and that acts as your marketing and basically 90% of your sales process. I think a lot of the time if somebody wants to join the agency and I speak to them, it's not for very long. Not really the actual conversation, they're not already bought in. They want to join, they'll join. It's mostly just pleasantries. Yeah, no, hundred percent. And that's why I think it's really important the way people present themselves on podcasts is very much how they are. Now the way we do is very casual approach. We're two guys in our early 20s. We're not going to sit here and speak with really long words that <laughs> we don't understand what they mean <laughs> and try and be really straightforward and perfect English because we don't want to sound like a robot, which is why I don't think AI podcasts will be any good because the personality element's massive because if you do get a really hot lead from a podcast where you present yourself a certain way and then when you speak to them, you sound completely different and you're not the person they think they got to know, that's what, and that's one of the the big pillars is in any sales is you're trying to sell yourself. So you've got to be completely authentic and transparent in the way you are on your podcast. And you've got to be if you're the host of the podcast, you should be the person with the most contact with your customers because they're going to want to speak to the person they they know. 
you've already built rapport with them without realizing. So if you're the person who has the most conversations with potential clients, you should be the person hosting your podcast and you should be exactly the way you are in sales calls as you are on your podcast. Yeah, completely agree. Now, anybody that listens to the podcast will know what time of the episode it is. It's a time for the gentleman's agreement. Anyone who listens to the podcast consistently, especially to the end, I appreciate all of you. Don't you shake your head at me. <laughs> Listen, this content isn't free. We, we, we work really hard for this stuff, really hard. Sweating. You must have put a good 40 seconds planning into this Minim- episode. Minimum, at least. Maybe even a minute. Exactly. So, listen, if you find this content valuable and you're getting a lot out of it and you're listening to all these episodes, all we ask is the gentleman's agreement. It's gentleman's agreement because we don't know if you're doing it or not. It's purely based on trust. You trust we'll show up twice a week and give you some tips, tricks, and hacks to grow your podcast. We trust you'll hit the follow button or subscribe button, depending on what app you're listening. But go hit follow. Let us know in the reviews if there's anything you want us to cover in terms of content. We read all of them and we do create content answering your guys' questions. So I appreciate you all. And until next time. Cheers, guys.